It's 9.30 on Wednesday the 15th of April 2020 and it's another cracking day of radio blogging. Today is the Night Museum. Yo, yo, what up? This is Lunch Money Lewis. Hey, I'm John Newman. Hey, what's up? This is Fergie Ferg. Woo! A children's radio blogging show broadcast into homes and schools across the world. Join Pi Corbett, Russell Prue, Ian Rocky and David Mitchell live each weekday at 9.30am. Online radio live blogging. This is radioblogging.net. A very warm, sunny radio blogging morning to you all. Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for coming to us. Do let us know where you are listening. If you're at home, drop us an email, a tweet, or you can write on our message wall. If you're listening at school, let us know what's happening at school, who's with you, what you're doing today, and what you are excited about. Wouldn't that just be lovely? Thank you so much for making this the one of the most popular sessions to come to in the morning. We are very grateful. We've still got a long way to go. Wouldn't it be lovely if everyone was listening to us this morning? But we do try. It's another cracking show for you. We are trying to give you some great creative writing activities. There's a recommended book there as author of the day. And we're looking forward to listening to more great poetry from the brilliant Brian Moses. Do get in contact with us. We're on email, radioblogging at gmail, on Twitter at radioblogging, on text 07624802272. Details are on the website and there are apps for you to listen to on your phone or mobile device. Now this is the favourite bit of the show. Start the day with a slice of pie. This is radioblogging.net. Time for pie. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm very, very well. And I was delighted to see on Twitter, Kimberly, um, who was so said, I love this, that uh, her children had really enjoyed Brian Moses's poem. Do you remember walking with my iguana? Walking with my iguana. And she says that um, her children had enjoyed that one in particular. And then they'd taken their guinea pigs around the garden and been making up their own verses. I'm walking with my guinea pig. I love that. That's fantastic. So do, if you um, invent things like that, create ideas like that, do let us know. Yep, really good this morning, Russell. As you say, it's nice and sunny. Really good here. The aged aunt is well. Crispy and Crunchy have been behaving themselves and the white cat. So all good on that front. I'm up and about. I got the right socks on the right foot. Yes, double checked. <laughs> and the pesky mouse, Gerald, has not had a raid. We, he's not been anywhere near the Alpen or the new porridge that has arrived. So I've kept him away and I will tell you my trick. I have posted and placed in certain cunning areas where he can see and i've used a couple of mirrors i've posted photos of cats but i've also left a few post-its out saying things like i'm hiring now because i'm hiring a cat to come into the house (laughs) and i've put in things i've got post-its saying things like watch it i'm watching you and i've established cctv in the fridge no. <laughs> yes, CCTV in the fridge. I haven't really. I couldn't do that. But he doesn't know. But um, I'm, I'm not sure whether he's going to reply to my post-its. He might do. And, of course, he might reply over the Internet. 
who knows mm. what Gerald can get up to. But he's gone quiet since I d I've done that. So maybe I have finally seen him off. Do you think I have? Well, it remains to be seen. Um, and you can always follow him on Twitter. We've got our own button at the top of the screen, listeners, if you want to click on that to find out what Gerald's been up to. I think he's planning something. You can simply follow him at the Mouse Gerald. He's on Twitter. So apparently he has just tweeted, uh, Pi, he's hashtag new porridge, hashtag new challenge. And I'm leaving it there. I'm leaving it there. Anyway, what have you got in store for us today, Pi? Well, uh, the night museum idea, um, I've had that for quite a long uh, while. The idea that we might do some creative and interesting things around museums. Now, I love going to museums. Uh, I like wandering around. I like looking at all the old stuff and thinking about um, other people's lives, what they might have been like and all of that business. So I like going to museums, but I'm slightly scared of the idea of what would happen at night. And I had this creepy idea that at night things might come alive. And I know there have been several films along that line uh, as well of things coming alive. So I thought that would make a, a, good, um, a good theme for a day for us. So we always start off, if you've never joined us before, uh, what you do is you go to the very top of the page and it says today's show on that top menu. Click on that and you are then in and with us. First thing we do is Ian and I, head teacher Ian Rocky. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Pi. Lovely to hear about your your um, attitude to, to the mouse. Loving the post-it notes as well. Yeah. Great, I, great idea. Yeah, I thought threaten him. <laughs> I'm watching you, mate. I'm onto your trail. Um so I've got other plans up my sleeve, but we'll mm. see how he responds and whether he does another break in into the Alpen, uh, in which case I'll have to, uh, I don't know what I'll do. Um, anyway, let's get on with the games. Now, we always play three or four games. So the first game is the what I like about what I hate about. Uh, shall we do cats or mice first, Ian? Your choice, Pi. Absolutely. Don't don't mind one bit. OK, I'll, well, let's do cats first of all. Okay. So. Folks at home, the idea is you choose, let us say, an animal, but it could be cheese, it could be anything that you fancy, uh, and <clears throat> you bounce it backwards and forwards, take it in turn. What I like about cats is that they are very soft to stroke. You do hate now. I, yeah, indeed. What I hate about cats is that they make me sneeze. What I like about cats is that they are very comforting. Uh, what I hate about cats is that they always seem to follow me around. What I like about cats is that at night they seem to have emerald green eyes. What I hate about cats is at night they tend to raid our bin bags. <laughs> what I like about cats is that they chase mice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that's the cat one. Let's do a mice one. We'll swap okay. it round. So mm. you're doing what you like about mice. Mm, okay. Uh, what I like about mice is that they are cute and furry. What I hate about mice is that they <laughs> raid fridges. What I like about mice is that they have a discerning taste in food. What I hate about mice is that they scuttle in the middle of the night and they frighten you. Uh, what I like about mice is that they live in the best accommodation. <laughs> yeah, they've moved in with me, <laughs> cheeky thing. <laughs> oh dear, I was years ago. I was in Israel, and <clears throat> we—I um, lived in this sort of hut thing. 
I was working on a kibbutz and I woke up one morning and um, started to get dressed. And I had a big pair of work boots because I worked out in the fields. We were hoeing cotton and I had a snake in one of my work boots. Gosh. Yeah, it crept in, had a little bit of a snooze, and luckily I didn't put my foot in. I checked first because we've been all, all been told you have to check your clothing um, first thing in the morning because the snakes creep in. So I think Gerald is probably a, a better house partner than a, than a snake. <laughs> you do attract friends from the animal kingdom, don't you, Pi? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I once went into Barclays Bank. And my wife was talking to a man who'd got two ferrets and he was getting my wife to shake hands with the ferret. And I, I disowned her at that point. I went outside and texted my daughter saying, your mother is in Barclays Bank with a man shaking hands with a ferret. <laughs> so <clears throat> there you go, folks. The ferret handshaker. It wasn't a hand. It was a little ferret paw. Um, OK, so. Now we've got a really hard game. I think this is quite tough. So the idea is it's a rhyming game, and it goes like this. Uh, to start off, one of you picks a rhyme. So if I say fun, your task, um, Ian, is to think of a rhyme and then say another word, and I have to think of a rhyme and give you another word, and we go on like that. So okay. if I say fun, you've got to I think of a rhyme say... and give me another word. Okay, I will say run. Uh, so the one for you is dog. Log, and my new word is going to be mangle. Uh, wrangle, uh, boat, coat, and my new word is going to be rake. Uh, take, and my new word is mouse. Louse, and my new word is cloud. Shroud, mm -hmm. and my new word is porridge. Forage. <laughs> I suddenly thought of Nigel Farage then. I nearly said Farage. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, really. It's a name. Anyway, uh, okay, so you've got the idea of that second game, uh, a rhyme game. Rhyme is re actually really interesting, I think, collecting words which rhyme with each other. And then if you write them out, thinking about are they all spelt in the same, is the rhyme spelt in the same way? Or are the differences and what's the most common spelling for a certain uh, uh, N sound? And, and, and where are the exceptions? Uh, in other words, if you've got plate, eight, gate, they all end in A-T-E. But the word eight, the number eight, E-I-G-H-T. So which are the exceptions? Uh, what is the most common pattern? Interesting stuff. OK, now today's theme is about night creatures. Uh, and in the night museum. So how would we make a night monster? And in order to do this could lead to an extensive piece of writing, really. What I think we do is we would, first of all, in our notebooks, jot down different parts of the monster. So we're going to need feet. We're going to need talons or claws. We're going to need a body. We're going to need a head. We're going to need hands. We're going to need arms, ears, eyes, um, hair, maybe. So think about the different parts, make a list of those, and then what would you make them out of? So here we go. For the nose, I would take a garbage bin. Uh, for the eyes, I would deploy laser beams. For the ears, I would use dustbin lids. 
For the hair, I would toozle strands of wild seaweed from the depths of the ocean floor. Okay, so you're really extending uh, the ideas there. For the teeth, I would chop off mountain peaks made of granite. That's fabulous. For its tongue, I would take a scaly tortoise shell python. Mm. For its hands, I would use all I, all I can think of is, is chipolatas. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers and all. Um. <laughs> <laughs> useless. That's a terrible one. Oh, dear. Okay, folks, at home, you've got what I like about and hate about. Bounce it backwards and forwards. Have some fun with that. And then the rhyme game followed by creating some sort of monster. And a lovely idea to follow up would be draw your monster, um, making it out of different things, as we suggested, and label it. Label your monster. So you could write about it, you could draw it, you could label it. Now, at this stage in the game, Russell, we usually have some shout-outs and we have a, a musical interlude while everybody at home plays the games. Creative Games. Play and try with Ian and Pie. Our favourite bit of the show, listeners. We've got some good music coming up in just a sec. I want to say good morning to James Walker. Uh, hello, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Gerald is getting in on the action. I can't tell you, amazing. Uh, so that's really good. Hello to Joe Pierce as well. Lovely to have you with us this morning. Rachel is listening. Hello, Rachel. And uh, thank you so much indeed for your tweets and your uh, correspondence. Uh, Lorraine Harrison is here as well, recommending us to all her friends. Thank you so much indeed. We really do appreciate that as well. Just checking, I haven't missed anything on there as well um so she's still involved with schools and so i have a vested interest you are very welcome lorraine and thank you so much spreaders get us known in the uh, everywhere possible It'd be really good uh, uh coral rumble is also listening uh coral has a wednesday words day and she won't mind us mentioning this at 11 a.m so find her on twitter good morning to maria as well uh, really good to have your company brian is also listening uh, it's lovely to have you along uh, with us brian we really appreciate that and the comments that you'd so generously make uh, after that as well ian what have you got so far thank you very much indeed russell the time coming up to 15 minutes to 10 this morning on radio blogging uh Sachin, good morning i'm an avid fan listening since the second day shout out to warren road primary and 5a and Vian, thank you so much. Willow Tree Primary, Lower Key Stage 2, George, Imogen, Kai, Joshua and Poppy are ready to write this morning. Really glad to hear it. Mrs Purvis, good morning to you. Gerald makes me smile. He makes all of us smile, Mrs Purvis, I have to say. So glad I checked out Pi, my reliable old uh, favourite for writing. Best wishes from here in sunny Sydney, New South Wales. Such is the international reach of radioblogging.net. Isla has done some breaking news, which is on our contact padlet. Please, will you say it on the radio? Absolutely, we can. You've got a shout out for that. And she says, maybe you can have a mouse cam so you could catch Gerald a different way. Well, I think Pi is onto that. He's <laughs> onto the mouse cam. We've got some uh, shout outs coming through comments as well this morning. Good morning, Jenny. Um, welcome to the show. Nice to see you. Seth, good morning to all my friends and teachers at Stonewood Woodford Primary School. Great listeners there at Stonewood Woodford. Lovely to have you along. Bethany, Night Museum sounds so exciting. Shout out for Toby my brother. I want to surprise him. He is now surprised. Sachi, good morning. Lovely to have you back again. Isla, and to you, good morning to all. Can't wait. 
Ruben says, hi, I am really excited. Please, can I have a shout out? Absolutely, you can. Welcome and good morning uh, from St. Peter's in Easton. They're listening as well. Uh, Neve, hi, everyone. I'm back with Pandora the cat. We are both loving the show. Uh, Lewis says, um, good morning from Lewis, uh, from Stonewood School. Uh, Sachi replying to a comment, which we love people replying to comments. Uh, Toby also saying good morning. And also Gerald is in on the action, as Russell just said. In response to Neve, hello, Neve. I'm very pleased that you are listening to the show, but I'd rather you didn't listen with Pandora. Cats make me nervous. Fabulous, isn't it? The interaction. And this is what live radio is all about. We've also had another lovely email from Claire Kilgore, which says, Dear Pi, Russell, Ian and Deputy Mitchell, not only have I seen improvements in Bethany and Toby's imaginative writing, but I've also seen a dramatic improvement in Beth's acceptance of editing as part of the writing process. She's always been a good technical writer, but this is experience is supporting her to accept constructive criticism. Thank you so much for your commitment to children's writing. This is an experience that will stay with them forever. Thank you so much for that wonderful, wonderful feedback. Um, we do this because we love it and we want to make sure that we are having an impact and hopefully we're having an impact on children's learning each and every day. So thank you so much for getting in touch, which you can do, of course. Radioblogging at gmail.com is the email that comes straight through to the studio. But of course, you'll have plenty of opportunities to get in touch with us, including the contact Padlet as well. Russell, back to you for some music. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ian. Really good. And we love that unexpected outcome that was, but it's lovely to hear that kind of stuff there. Okay, music this morning from the film Night at the Museum. I'm so loving this Earth, Wind, and Fire. Good morning. You're listening to radio blogging across the planet. This is a great tune to Boogie 2. Get those Padlets going, everyone. Love that. I see all the artifacts dancing in that great film as well. Earth, Wind, and Fire, September. Oh, just loving it. Hello, I'm Michelle Paver, and you're listening to radioblogging.net. Okay, lovely. And great to hear Michelle Paver's voice there, Russell, because uh, we have an interview with her in the bag, I believe I'm right in saying, which will be not this Friday, because this Friday, in a couple of days' time, you've got the great Frank Cottrell Boyce. Um, reading a wonderful piece, very, very funny. Uh, everyone's going to enjoy that. But the following week, we've got Michelle Paver, um, who will be um, talking with you and also reading. Um, she's the author of the Wolf Boy series, which is uh, very, very popular in schools. Wonderful, wonderful writer, really first-class stuff. Really looking forward to that. Now, for those of you who have not joined us before, you're on today's show. You can see that in the menu at the top. Just start scrolling down and we get into our first big activity. It says activity one. And underneath that, you will see a large, what we call a padlet. And it says on it, you need the larger one. It says on it, in the night museum, I saw. So what we're doing here is we're imagining that we're going into the night museum and what might we see? And in order to do this, of course, you do have to use your imagination. You have to think to yourself, I'm in a museum. What might I see? So let's say that I see, <clears throat> let me have a little think here, a mask, an ancient Chinese mask. And now I'm going to have to make something or other happen to that mask because in the night museum, anything is possible. In the night museum, I saw a Chinese mask 
um, a Chinese mask that suddenly grins. So I've got my idea. It's going to be something like that. Now, to actually write, if you see the pink circle in the bottom right-hand corner with a plus mark in it, click on that. Up comes a box. It says title. So I put my own name where it says title. And we do that so that when we read them aloud or when we're reading them, we can see who's written what. We know who you are. And then you go down, put the cursor down, and we can start writing. So in the Night Museum, I'm not going to bother with that. But I'm going to say I saw a Chinese. So I'm typing this in now. I saw a Chinese mask. Um, I'm going to tighten the sentence up. I saw a Chinese mask grinning um at me full stop now i'm rereading that i saw it i'm going to tighten it even further i don't need the i saw so i'm just writing a chinese mask a chinese mask grinned at me double n grinned at me comma its eyes flickering green that sounds a bit ominous now What's happening is that there'll be lots and lots of children already on there writing sentences, bringing things alive, uh, thinking about the different objects and what they might be doing in the museum. And what we've learned is to double check. So think of your idea first, write it down, tighten it up, edit, as I was doing, and then double check before you post it. So I'm just checking capital letter. Yes, full stop. Have I got all the words in in the right order? Are they my best words? It's emerald. Ah, it's eyes flickering green. I could say it's emerald. Ah, eyes flickering. Get rid of that green. So now I've got a Chinese mask grinned at me. It's emerald eyes flickering. And instead of that comma, I'm going to put a semicolon. Two sentences closely related. And then I click on the padlet and bingo, it says awaiting approval. And what's happening now, uh, if you've not been with us before, and I know today St. John's is with us. And St. John's, um, nice to hear from you because I remember opening your new school building a couple of years back. That was a, such a happy day. So hello to all of you. And Lyra. Hello, Lyra. I know that you've joined us today. So hopefully now you've got the idea, Lyra, and everybody will be putting up their posts. And David and Ian will be now reading. Everything is read. Everything is checked. So everything is safe. David, what's happening on the Padlets at the moment? Hi, Pi. The Padlet is going absolutely crazy. Every day it gets busier and busier if people put their uh, ideas on. It's fantastic to see. Um, just one thing um, just that we keep uh, reminding uh, listeners about is just to double check those basics. Uh, I see you writing. I see everybody's writing live. Every letter you are writing, I can see that live on my screen. So once you get to the end and you punctuate it, gives me a clue that you are ready and I can approve it. And that gets it on as quickly as possible. But it does take me a few minutes. If you have written one and you have already submitted it by clicking on a picture, on the background picture, you can still go and edit your own if you spot a mistake. Or like Pi was saying, he wanted to change or take out the word green or add a comma because you can hover over it and you'll see a little pencil. And you can only do this to the ones you have created. You can't edit anyone else's. And you can then make your edits through clicking on the pencil. So if you've done one early doors, because I know there was about 60 on there before we even started, 
um, this morning. Um, if you want to go and correct something or change something, you can go back into one. Um, and that, that's that's how it works, Pi. It's, it's really simple, and the children are really getting to the grips of it, and adults too, which is great. Yeah, I'm loving it. We go, I've got some. Sachi, who's been a, a, a long time person with us good to see you here in the night museum i saw a stomping diplodocus skeleton and the souls of the walking dead swirling overhead me just reread that one uh sachi because you've got um uh, the the end sounds a little odd the souls of the walking dead swirling overhead me i think you've missed a word out there so just double check uh, that one always go back and reread folks and as david says what you can do sachi is just Put your cursor over it. Up comes those three little dots. I mean, you click on there and you can do a bit of close editing. Chloe, in the night museum, I saw a fish swimming through the air. I like that one, Chloe. Name it, though. Take that fish and bring it alive. Is it a trout? Is it a dolphin? Is it a pike? Um, is it a shark? Toby, in the night museum, the Tyrannosaurus skeleton opened its jaws wide, its teeth glinting in my torchlight. I love that because you've imagined yourself there with the torch. And I like that choice of words, the glinting. Mrs. O'Brien has come in, as well as Joe Pierce. Uh, Chloe's got a, a space rock floating in the air. It's all happening, folks. And while this goes on, we normally have some shout outs and a bit of a musical interlude, Russell. And we can certainly do that. But before we do that, I'd mm -hmm. love to play our listeners some of the audio padlets that we captured from last night's activity. So at the end of the show, listeners, if it's your first time, and we'll do the shout outs in a second, because I've got some first time listener shout outs to do as well. At the end of the show, we set some overnight, some homework, uh, which has an entirely new meaning these days. Uh, but we have some, uh, some extracurricular activity and you can upload your own voice. And I want to play some of these into the show now, please, Pi. Uh, yeah. Morgan recorded this one. This is breaking news at the museum. Breaking news, museum robbery. Good evening. Welcome to Six O'Clock News. We have just received urgent news that there has been a mass break-in at the Nickel Bottom Museum. Police say that there were lots of flashing lights and precious artifacts stolen. We asked Mr. Highbottom, the museum curator, how he felt when he heard the news. And he said, This is dreadful! This has no shame! They will remember the day they crossed Highbottom! When police investigated, all they found was a ginormous hole and the evidence of camembert crumbs. This leads them to believe that the crook may be the infamous Gerald the Ginormous. Thank you for listening. This is Six O'Clock News. Now, doing everything that you said they should do, Pi, isn't that brilliant? <laughs> In the different voices and the characters. Wasn't that good? Mm, that was so clever. I love the ending there with the crumbs and Gerald the ginormous. Yeah, that was really clever and beautifully read. A clear, good, clear expression. Could hear every single word. Well paced and using the voices as well. Have we got some more, Russell? Yeah, so that was Morgan. Well done, Morgan. Good job as well. This is Josie, 13 years old, Mythical Beasts.
Welcome to Six O'Clock News with Josie. There has been a horrible trouble with Miss Rose's plant. Mr. Oak can't find his sock, and a phoenix has escaped from the MBN Mythical Beast Museum. We are joined by the manager of the museum. How did you find the museum after the breakout? When we came into the museum, the glass of the phoenix enclosure was smashed and the edge was littered with flame red feathers. Thank you. It is said that the phoenix was nearing its mating season, so it is believed to have escaped to find a lifelong mate. It was last seen near Snowdon Mountain by a walker named Pablo. Any information on the whereabouts of this great creature can be submitted at www.mbm/missingphoenix.com. And that's it from the news. I like that very much because we heard Josie Mm. read yesterday and I thought she Mm. was better at this, taking on Mm. all of our advice. Do you enjoy that one? Mm. Yeah, I did. I like that one as well. Yes, really good. It's lovely to see so many people wanting to have a go because we were a bit shy at first, weren't we? But um, people are now saying to themselves, "Okay, I can have a go at that. Uh, Great stuff. Well done, Josie. So we've got another one, I think, haven't we, Russell? news duel in the fantastic beast hall this is the six o'clock news the main headline today is that the harry potter music has been immediately closed due to an extreme event the security guard screamed with horror as he reported to us that the harry potter and lord voldemort statues had come to life and were dueling in the fantastic beast hall this is gravely concerning for all staff and visitors if this can happen then what will be next Fantastic beasts such as Buckbeak the Hippogriff or Blast-Tended Scoops coming to life. We can only begin to imagine the destruction that this could cause. Luckily, everything in this, the museum has gone back to its normal frozen state again. But who knows what night could bring. Stay tuned for further updates. I was just looking to see on screen. You heard me go to the web page there just to, yeah. to see how old Finley was. I think he was mm. quite young. David, do you remember how mm. old Finley was? I thought he was very young on that. I one. think uh, six or seven. I think he put his. Ne- I'm sure he put his- Finley seven years old. Well done. Just mm. found it now. Seven, seven. years old. Seven. How about that, eh? Mm, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Well, what I like about it is that the children who are doing it have got the right register. It sounds like the six o'clock news. Uh, I like uh, Finley saying uh, uh, there was grave concern. Um, stay tuned. But also some clever use of language in that one. Um, the, the museum going back to its frozen state. I thought that was a really clever thing to have said. And a nice use of the rhetorical question. Who knows what tonight will bring? So excellent, excellent work. Looking forward to seeing what happens at the end of the show, because those of you who haven't worked with us before, what we do at the end of the show is we talk through how children can uh, create some breaking news or whatever it's going to be and record that. Now, I'm looking on the Padlet. My goodness, David, there are there is so much here. Mm. Wow. And it's really interesting, folks, to read each other's because that's partly how you pick up ideas. And very often reading someone else's, it's a weird thing, this, but often it's easiest to see their mistakes, um, which is an interesting fact about writing. It's hard to check your own. It's easier to see others. Hadley has written so much. I stepped into the dark and chilly museum. 
As I opened my eyes, I saw a huge winged beast. It was only bones. Phew. I turned around and saw a stuffed leopard. I heard something rustle behind me. You got that? Uh, <laughs> there you are. It's rustle. I heard something rustle. It's, um, but that empty word, something, hiding what it is, really good. I turned around and my eyes were glued onto the huge winged beast, though it wasn't bones anymore. The creature grew crimson wings and filled the empty eye sockets with two amber eyes. I tried to scream, but no sound came out. So got a story really emerging, but lots of great sentences going on in there. I think we could move on, David, to activity two now. And remember, everybody, you can go back after the program or during the music when it's being played and add in another Padlet. Don't just be satisfied with two. Go back, double check yours, read some others and you can like them. I like that. I can see lots of people are pressing the little like um, uh, the, uh, the heart and uh, showing, uh, and that's a rather nice thing. You see, two or three people have read yours. Now, the one below, that one was about what you saw. This is about what you heard in the one below. Inside the Night Museum, I heard. So, again, for those of you not done this, click on that pink circle. Up comes the box. It says title. Write your name in pie. Cursor drop down where it says write something. I heard. Now, what might I hear? What would be really creepy? <clears throat> footsteps are always creepy. Steady, soft footsteps. Now I'm going to have I'm going to have steady footsteps thudding. So you can hear how they're. <clears throat> I'm thinking of it. I'm writing it. I'm editing it. I'm tweaking it as I'm going along. I'm not rushing at it. Steady footsteps thudding. So reread each word as you go along. Steady footsteps thudding. Uh, towards towards me full stop reread it double check it's okay it's not my best one but i am going to click on the padlet so um it's now awaiting approval and i think i might try and think of another one i'm going to up my game on that one and i've got an idea i'm going to have the sound of feathers rustling something like that oh i've nicked that word from somebody else that's fine magpie now <clears throat> russell do we have a little bit of music now while people are writing on that padlet what a that? great a great yeah. idea as well and if you still want some help i'm just going to play a little instructional audio clip this is alison may with how to create a padlet because we do have some first-time visitors here i'm going to play that in then some music and then some shout outs how to create a padlet post on radioblogging.net first click on the pink ad sign in the bottom right corner of the padlet window then write your first name in the title box where the line is flashing then, click in the box under your name and write your exciting sentence. When you have finished writing, click anywhere on the background picture of the Padlet and our team will read it and add it for everyone to see. Congratulations, you have just shared your writing with the world. Love the, well done, girls. Again, excellent instructional audio there as well. Uh, listeners, we'll play another audio clip, How To, towards the end of the show. That's how to make an audio recording. We we have loads. We love more as well. I want to say a very good morning to Ben Travail, uh, first time listening at Stonesfield School with Imogen. Good morning to you, Imogen, as well. Really good. Uh, Sasarin, uh, thank you so much indeed. Traps Humane, of course. Pi ordered a bread bin off of Amazon. I don't think you can get any more humane than that, so don't 
don't worry gerald is safe he's got a twitter account and we're not letting anything he's got more followers than me we're not letting anything happen to him at all so don't worry about that uh loving the monster creation game thanks ben that's really good for you uh really good to her. uh mr benjamin really enjoying the show thank you very much indeed robin class or robin's class hello excited about activity one so are we thank you so much for your your tweet as well uh rather be at home with thank you so much indeed some lovely uh tweet there as well saying how much they are enjoying that uh, ian what have you got for us at the moment thanks very much indeed uh russell lots and lots of shout outs um so we've got um willow tree primary lots of people getting in touch from willow tree primary we've got robin and jake excited for the night museum we have some excellent creative ideas or this is the place to be this morning um we've got agatha good morning love this show thank you so much shout out to agnes and daisy i'm enjoying the beautiful weather hope you are too i am thank you very much as we all are sachi a long time listener been listening to the show since the start and we absolutely know that thank you so much miss little good morning another regular listener and she'd like a shout out to all the staff at stone with woodford the stone with woodford gang uh, looking forward to more delights and creativity from you all anushka is back with us this morning and she's ready to go well done you uh we've got also uh mrs murrin hello to all the children and staff of stonewith woodford school really really supportive you are thank you so much all of you for for joining us on radio blogging waiting excitedly to read all your ideas today george is his 15th time listening today good gracious me george well done you um and also maria maria richards shout out to the radio blogging team for museum and brian moses day thank you so much indeed well done to everybody who's got in touch lots of other comments have come in as well toby says he found a hole on on his walk and he thinks it's jeff definitely gerald's hole you're going to make a wanted poster for gerald that would help pie out i think mm. if there was a, if there was a, i can hear pie saying mm. yes indeed there's a wanted poster for gerald absolutely definitely thank you very much gerald's getting in on the action neve says you make me laugh every time i listen to the show well thank you we are here mm. to to entertain but also to to help you and assist you with your continuous learning as well morgan hello pie please can i have a shout out for morgan and lucy there you go you've got your shout out miss mallon good morning thank you very much indeed hope you're enjoying reading the writing that is appearing on the blog rosie and sam hello to everyone at stone and woodford school we're enjoying the rhyming game i enjoyed the rhyme i enjoy all the games I, i'm very privileged that i get to play the games with pi i love them every morning hope you're all playing too um and we've also had we've had a request for uh, Manumana. Um, I'm not sure we're going to get that one today, but it will be coming back. It'll make a return soon. Uh, Laura says, "Good morning from Amelia, returning for the second time." Um, Gerald, come in on the comet. Happiness is my aim. That and eating pies porridge. Neve says, "I love the Harry Potter Museum. Harry Potter is my favourite." Shrisha, hello. I joined a bit late, but I'm really excited. Don't worry. Join us any time you like. And here's a really, really good bit of correspondence from Sarah. Sarah's gone in touch via the email radioblogging at gmail.com um, and she said that uh, Sam's noticed he's made an error on his modern fairy tale post. Is there a way that he can correct it? Well, there is a way that we can correct it. So thank you very much for getting in touch. But more brilliant than that is that Sam's noticed that he made an error and we can correct that because that's going back. That's editing. That's improving, which is all of the things that we are trying to achieve and get the very, very best writing so well done you sam that's fabulous well done and thank you for your help keep up the good work it is an absolute pleasure indeed uh, we've also had a text good morning pie do you think gerald has gone to ground 
while he awaits a delivery from Amazon. Other delivery, <laughs> other delivery outlets are available of night vision glasses and a magic cloak that renders him invisible to imaginary CCTV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just fabulous. Loving it. Thank you so much for getting in touch with us this morning. The time, 12 minutes past 10 on Wednesday, the 15th of April. You are listening to Radio Blogging. I'm going to hand that now to Russell, who I think has got some music for people to get creative. Russell, he, back he has, and I've just changed my mind because we've had a request for it again. Phenomena. Hello, this is SF Said, and you are listening to RadioBlogging.net. I just love that. We 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 had to have that, didn't we, Russell? As we we had a request, you weren't planning to do it, but. It just makes me happy when I hear that. It's a funny thing. The music starts and I, I just grin instantly without thinking about it. It makes me feel good. Now, I'm looking on the padlet. Interestingly, I can see James Walker. Now, I think that is James Walker, who is a teacher down in Bristol. And James has written silent footsteps pacing through the empty corridors. Who could be making them and why? Nice little piece of writing, James, but I'd like you to relook at it because you have forgotten to put in the capital letter. That really it proves the point. It, you can be a teacher, you can be an author, and it's still easy to make those tiny little errors. Um, we've got so many on here. Agatha, drip, drip, the sound of blood as it escapes the sorrowful souls who adventured. That is so horrible. And Agatha, I'm sure you're a lovely child who adventured into the haunted museum, clogged my ears. It's that word clogged, isn't it? Just reread that one, Agatha. It might need a little bit of a tweak. Adam, I heard someone stomping towards me. The sound was coming from everywhere. I like that idea of the sound coming from everywhere. I wonder if you can tighten that. The sound surrounded me. In, the sound engulfed me the sound imprisoned me can you hear how i'm trying different words and phrases out i think that's important when we're writing that in our heads we try on different ways of saying what we want to say I and mean, sort of listening to the effect so you're generating ideas and then choosing which you think sounds the best now russell my old friend brian i know has got a couple of poems for us and they are fairly scary ones, I think I'm right in saying. Which one are we starting with? Is it the is it the mythical beasts one? I can't remember. It is, and you'll need to sit quietly because it is scary. Brian Moses, the Museum of Mythical Beasts. The Museum of Mythical Beasts. Go right in, past a beam of light that shoots from a cyclops' eye. Then put on armor and pick up a sword. Test how much of a hero you are. Only the bravest and best may steal the gold from a griffin's nest. Then try to resist a mermaid's song. How long will you stay before you're forced to block your ears? and turn away. Now braver souls have tangled with trolls. They'll carry you off to be their slave. Careful, don't trip. Just a pile of old bones. Previous visitors, I suppose. 
a date with Medusa. What a surprise. Keep your head and don't look in her eyes. Move forward once more till you reach the door. The Minotaur is next on our list. A horrible task. You'd be well advised to go prepared when you visit his lair. That terrible smell is the gorgon of death. Run past, run fast. Don't waste any time in escaping the blast of its breath. Beware the rock that will snatch you away as a plaything for one of her young. Or the goblins already hung over their pans. Or the two-headed ogre who can't decide which mouth he should slide you in. And now you head for the final test. A dragon so deadly, so dreadful, so strong. Don't weaken at all when you hear hurrah as you score more points with St. George. Then, at the exit, don't forget to collect your certificate, dated and signed to say you survived the Museum of Mythical Beasts. I love the way that Brian often has background um, either percussive or a little bit of music there. And I think when we're uh, working at home or working in school, when we've created something like that, I think that's a really good thing to do, to set it to some sort of rhythm or beat or musical atmospheric um, background. It really adds to it, doesn't it, um, Russell? And I, I think that he's got another one for us, hasn't he? The fear one. I am the fear, something like that. The fear I am the footsteps that crackle on gravel and the sudden chill that's hard to explain. I am the figure seen flitting through doorways and the noisy rattle of a loose window pane. I am the scream that wakes you at night with the thought, was it real or a dream? I am the quickening thud of your heart and the feeling things aren't what they seem. I am the slam of a door blown shut when there isn't even a breeze. And the total and absolute clarity that you just heard someone sneeze. I am the midnight visitor. The knock when there's no one there. I am the ceiling creaking and the soft footfall on your stair. I am the shadows that dance on your wall and the phantoms that float through your head. And I am the fear that you fear each night as you wriggle down deep in your bed. Isn't it interesting how sometimes when somebody reads a poem or a bit of a story, something else creeps into your mind. And while I was... While I was listening to that, um, Russell, Brian's using his scariest voice there. It suddenly reminded me of something that happened years and years ago 
when I probably, this is over half a century ago, I was probably about five or six and I was in my bedroom fast asleep and I heard a scuffling noise and uh, I was so frightened I couldn't move. And it turned out in the end, when I got courage up and got out of bed and went and had a look, it was actually my brother's guinea pig which he naughtily had put into my bedroom. He'd squeezed the guinea pig, opened the door quietly, squeezed the guinea pig in, and it was scuttling around. And I cottoned on to what was going on, because at first I could just hear this scuttly noise, and I cottoned on to what was going on, because I heard a little giggle outside the door, and I recognised that giggle. I knew it was my naughty brother. So I thought, ooh, that's interesting, what's going on? I got out of bed, and it, and it was the guinea pig. I was one of five boys and um, we were quite a naughty bunch. My poor mum. Hey, now, everybody, if you've not done this before, if you look under the second padlet, there are three, four orange boxes. The first one says Brian Moses response. So what we do is we click on that and there is another padlet. And already you can see we've got responses to Brian's poems. Archie saying my heart nearly stopped. Isla, I love the sound of your voice and the background music really makes it special. Um, Sachin, brilliant poem, really good annotation. Nice music in the background, great rhymes. Um, George, I like that he made it sound a bit creepy. Yeah, it's really good that, isn't it? It's uh, And Chloe as well, it made me tingle with excitement. He had such emphasis. He speaks very clearly, doesn't he? It's well paced. You can hear every word. And he is letting the expression, the way in which he says it, relates to the meaning. So let's get a response up there for Brian. And I know that he will be reading these and I know that he will be going back and having a look. Now, those of you who've not done this before, uh, you may be seeing nothing on the Padlets at all. And if that's the case, what you do is you go to the very top of the page where it says radioblogging.net. Look across and you will see there a semicircle with an arrow. Click on that. And that does something which calls we call refreshing the page. I didn't know this. David had to teach me how to do it. And as soon as you refresh the page, I'm doing it now. I click on it and then bingo. Suddenly you can see hundreds and hundreds uh, of um, of of responses on the padlets. And it's, it's really exciting when, when that happens. And as we speak, everybody will be responding to Brian's um, piece of writing. This is where in the show we pause for a moment and we go on to comment corner. And I'm clicking on that one because part of the blogging is obviously the excitement of putting up paragraphs or poems or writing letters or whatever it is that we've asked you to do or you've had a go at. But as David was saying earlier, a lot of it is about responding to each other. In a funny way, we all become our own readers. So I will put something up. You will read it. You may well respond to it. That's fantastic. David, can you talk us through Comments Corner? Yes, Pi. Um, again, one of the one of the aspects of, of blogging, which sometimes is forgotten, um, is what happens when we've put our blog posts up there. Um, some people think that blogging is all about getting your blog posts up there and sharing them and that's it. But actually, it's the power of comments that can make us really think about what we've written and how we can improve. And since we started this, the quality of comments have, has really improved dramatically. Um, people really uh, sharing some great ideas in terms of how to get better. But not only that, we're seeing children coming back 
and replying to comments saying, well, what about this then? And they've copied and pasted their original blog post into a new comment and have made some changes um, off the back of some other comments and suggestions, which has been fantastic. And so Comment Corner is a way we can just spend a couple of minutes each show giving some shout outs to people who have left some comments that we have noticed that have gone above and beyond. And so we, uh, if you do click on Comment Corner, you can see... Um, there's a paragraph to improve. We're going to look at that shortly, Pi. Um, but there are five shout-outs I want to give. And the first of all, you can see that there are some orange links. So you can click on them. I'm not going to do that now. I'll let you do that as and when you'd like to. But the first one I want to shout out to is to Finley. Uh, Finley's comment. Now, he's um, offered, well, was offered some um uh, advice and has been offering advice there so he's done really well with that that's fantastic Finley keep that going we love seeing those comments coming in and uh, Natasha um, she left a fantastic comment uh, to Jenny offering support advice there so do check that out so well done Natasha Bethany um, left a lovely comment to Neve, giving some amazing feedback as well lovely to, to read that that's fantastic Bethany Ian do you want to take over and have a look at the last two for me Thank you so much indeed, David. Yes, indeed. We've got a shout out here for Seth, who has left a comment to all his commenters, which is great because Seth is um, developing a dialogue with the people that are looking at his writing. A lovely comment saying thank you. And CJ's reply is back to Mrs. Shirtliff, who is um, commented with his redrafted piece of writing. Amazing. Thank you to both CJ and also to Mrs. Shirtliff as well for getting in touch, getting involved on the blog. That is what it is all about, commenting on each other's work, creating a dialogue and really appreciating as an audience the writing that the children are producing. The time is 29, coming up to 29 minutes past 10 on Wednesday the 15th of April. You're listening to radioblogging.net with Pi Corbett, Deputy Mitchell, Russell Pruill, myself, Ian Rocky. I'm going to hand now back to David and to Pi because they are going to look at a paragraph, aren't you boys? Mm. That's right, yes. And um, just one other thing, we do have um, a team of volunteers, some uh, adults, teachers, educators who are giving up their time to leave comments every day for children as well. So I know we've got a load of them and I'm going to try and give some shout outs to people as we go through, but these have been fairly active over the last few days. We've got Mr. Thomas. Thank you, Mr. Thomas, Ms. Liddell, Mr. Trudge, uh, Carol Allen, Miss McCluskey, Mrs. G, Mrs. Wilson, Mrs. Murrin, Miss Mallon. Thank you ever so much for giving up some time to leave some comments. It makes a huge difference to the children and you should see them starting to reply to your uh, comments that you're leaving. So that's fantastic. Now, Pi, we can see um, we have a paragraph there. Um, and I've taken that paragraph from a blog post that came in um, because one of the aspects of leaving a comment is about suggesting an improvement. And I know when I, I mean, I work with schools up and down the country on this day in, day out around blogging and this kind of feedback. And quite often children struggle with the concept of reading something and thinking, well, how am I supposed to make that better? Uh, sometimes we might struggle. So maybe we could look at some hints and tips when we've got a paragraph like this, what we could look for in terms of leaving a suggested improvement and how we could actually write that down for them. So mm. I don't know if you've got any ideas regarding this paragraph, Pi. 
Mm. Well, the first thing to say, I suppose, is I always read it aloud or in my head. So let's do that and listen to it. And then sometimes when we do that, we can hear what's working and perhaps what might be refined, improved or developed. Russell blinked vigorously and like a robot, rotated his head forwards, backwards, left and right. He stopped in his tracks and his ears stuck out like an elf, devouring any movements. The family had set off five minutes early for their morning run. This was the perfect time for Russell to strike. He had broken in. So we got some nice little bit of suspense. It gets us into the story. But there were one or two things that I wasn't too sure about. And um, I'll start with the, the, I think, the blinking vigorously to my ear. I'm not sure that you need that word vigorously. Russell blinked. I don't know if you need vigorously. Um, it's a little bit of overwriting, probably. Russell blinked, full stop. A nice, short, punchy opening. And though the, a short opening like that is a hook, really, this one, because it's making us think, why does he blink? What's happening? So I quite like that. And actually, strictly speaking, after the vigorously, you don't really need the comma. So Russell blinked would make a cracking start. And then we got like a robot rotating his head forwards. Well, rotating generally means sort of swiveling round. So I don't know if you can rotate it forwards, but I know what, what we're trying to get at here. Like a robot, he turned his head round, listening from side to side. And then we get the stopping in his tracks. He stopped in his tracks. I don't know if we need the detail of the ears sticking out like an elf. It sort of made me want to... To, to giggle it sounded sort of a bit out of place so there's a little bit of tweaking we could do there but overall i think with this young writer the thing i would say is in terms of developing when you've written particularly the first paragraph look back and be strict with yourself and say actually do i need the early sentences where could i start and very often what you find is two or three sentences in there's a point where you could say i don't need that beginning i can start here so let's have a look at that could we start with the family had set off five minutes early or how about starting with this was the perfect time for russell to strike now that is a cracking hook because, the, the, again, the reader is thinking, who is Russell? Why is it the perfect time? And striking at what? So my advice would be, get your first paragraph down and then reread it and think, right, is there a line there which actually could be the first line? This was the perfect time for Russell to strike. He blinked. And now that vigorously, I'm thinking nervously. He blinked nervously. And then go into the business of glancing round and then get your main character in. So, um, yeah, it, it's a difficult one, isn't it? When you're trying to comment on something, actually it's not a bad paragraph. It's quite hard. But there's a, there's a tip for everybody. Get your paragraph down and then look back and think, where should I start? Is there a cracking line that will hook my reader in? Now, um, we'll do that again tomorrow, I think, David, and have another look because it is a tricky one when we're commenting. But I wanted to go into another part uh, just under comment comments corner you can see a box there and it says in the night museum and this is the big task so probably at home you've got your pencils you've got your notebooks and this is one to be following up on and then later on in the day post yours up um 
I'll read you the model, the example, and you don't have to follow the way in which I'm doing it. I like the way that Brian used used the phrase, I am. I am the shadows that slink in the darkness of the night. I am the suit of armor shuffling along. I am the Chinese mask that comes alive. I I thought that was quite a good way of doing it. So um, I'm going to read in the Night Museum. And again, this is another model that you could uh, you could use. I've got a repeating line. And those are rather like coat hangers. We can attach our own ideas onto the repeating line in the Night Museum. In the Night Museum, a soft green light blossoms beneath a cabinet of chilled dinosaur bones. In the Night Museum, mist creeps across the floor and a suit of tarnished armour breaks into a cold sweat. In the Night Museum, a stuffed dodo dead as a donut opens one beady eye and shakes its dusty feathers. In the Night Museum, the statue of a Roman emperor flexes its cold muscles as its marble hands stretch. In the Night Museum, toy soldiers rampage, a stuffed eagle soars, and a lion long gone opens its jaws and roars. In the Night Museum, only the caretaker is still, dozing downstairs, awaking now to the sound of bad news prowling through the darkened night museum. Now, in order to write that one, I made a list of things that might happen in a spooky night museum. So I had to have a soft green light. I had to have mist creeping. And then I thought about some of the things that might come alive. So I made a list of things like the dinosaur bones, the suit of armor. I had a stuffed dodo. Look dodos up. Uh, on the internet or in a book, they're um, a sort of small bird that um, became extinct a long time ago. Statue of a Roman emperor, one of those marble white statues coming alive. Uh, toy soldiers, a stuffed eagle, a stuffed lion that was long gone. And, um, and then I had the caretaker who's downstairs dozing, unaware of what's going on up above. So that's how I framed it. And what you'll hear is, as I'm reading, you'll hear that I'm choosing my words as carefully as I can. And um, I'm also, occasionally, I get a little rhyme in. Did you hear there in the lion one, in the night museum, toy soldiers rampage, a stuffed eagle soars. And as soon as I said soar, I heard the word roar. I thought, what would roar a lion? So I went, a stuffed eagle soars, and a lion long gone opens its jaws and roars. So in that instance, I didn't have to force the the rhyme. It just happened, and it fitted in well. What you don't want to do when you're um, using rhyme is to force it. By that, I mean when you say, in the night museum, I saw... I mean, you think of an idea. I saw um, chilled dinosaur bones. And then you think of bones and you think of actually might work and and heard distant groans and moans. And then went to the bank and got a loan. and, And then suddenly it all goes wrong because you're forcing it. So only use a rhyme if it works. Otherwise, choose your words with great care. So those of you who've not done this before, underneath you'll see a place to put the title of your post and your name. You put the blog post in, fill in the boxes below, and then right at the very bottom of the page, you click on the orange rectangle that says 
submit. So that is our uh, challenge for you. And you can go back during the course of the day, add to the Padlets, create your poem uh, and hear the show again. And the final task is, for me, one of the most exciting bits. It, it says extension. If you click on that one, this is the one that leads us into tomorrow. Now, tomorrow is all things about trolls. We will be writing information about trolls. And um, it's going to be a lovely one. Uh, trolls have always fascinated me. Uh, so we'll be working on trolls and maybe giants and goblins and all sorts of nasty little creatures. So trolls tomorrow. And we'll probably have the poet um, John Rice uh, on maybe Paul Cookson as well. Our old friend Paul will be joining us, I think. Uh, but certainly I know John uh, will be joining us as well. Scottish writer who I've known for a very long time, uh, written a rather nice little piece about trolls. Um, and this is the bit where you can actually, there it is. If you scroll down, you can see you, there is a place, a padlet at the bottom, information above it. And that's where you will record your piece of writing and we're starting with another news update so you go back to the top of the page this is where i give an example so the challenge is this there has been a troll outbreak in the local area can you bring us the six o'clock news or breaking news or a news update about the troll breakout in your area could be one troll could be lots of trolls could be gerald the troll who knows what is going on what I've loved so far is the way that you've taken the idea, taken the model, but you haven't borrowed from my ideas. You've come up with your ideas, which is exactly what we're looking for when we use models. I'll read you mine and then um, I'll just come back after that to David in case there's anything else to say about the recording. So this is my one. News update. Troll rampage. We bring you the latest news from Puddletown. Over to our outside broadcasting unit. Sally, what can you tell us about the troll outbreak? Well, John, I'm outside the Puddletown Museum where many locals reported last night seeing an outbreak of trolls. Several late-night dog walkers clearly disturbed the trolls as they were sighted rummaging in the bins outside Joe's Cafe. A few nervous locals identified several trolls running up and down the streets playing Kiss Me Quick and Knock Down Ginger. They were heard in some streets banging dustbin lids together. By dawn, there was no sight of the trolls, and the police have begun to search for their lair. This is Sally Bones for Fairy Tale News Television, reporting from Puddletown. Back to you in the studio, John. And there you are. You can see I'm trying to do the voices. <laughs> I think I was okay with John, but my Sally probably needs a little bit more practice. David, is there anything else to say about using the Padlet and recording the voice? Um, you, your Sally sounded fantastic, by, by mm. the way. Um, uh, to use the Padlet for voice, yes, really simple. And it's about, number one, I suppose, being brave enough to have a go and practicing uh, and rehearsing. You know, people might do it in front of the mirror or they might just go into a quiet room somewhere, but to have a practice and have a go. Um, yes, you just create your post-it note exactly the same way. Uh, add your new post-it note by clicking on the round pink circle, uh, selecting the three dots, the ellipse that is there and you can select a voice um, some people do it with a video but 
what we, we need to make sure is cover up the camera. Um, if any videos come through for any adults or teachers uh, listening, these are all checked first. If there's anything, if we can see you or identify you, we can't put that on. Um, so just put your thumb over the camera or something like that, and you can record it through the video, or just click the voice, follow the instructions, save, and if you're happy with it, you can then submit it in exactly the same way. Really simple, but it's about being brave and having a go, which we see more and more people do now, which is fantastic. Um, but we love hearing those, don't we, Pai? Mm, I really do. And that's when the whole thing comes alive. And we will start tomorrow's programme. Um, Russell, we always like to start somewhere near the beginning. Though today, one of us forgot. <laughs> and I think I think that was me. <laughs> I forgot to mention it, but thank you so much for bringing them in because it's so lovely to hear um, the children's voices uh, performing. What amazing talent we have in this country, Russell. We're getting some great sentences, some lovely blog, blog posts, and we're also getting some fantastic expressive readings to uh, make this show very, very special. I don't think... I've ever heard anything quite like it. And if you're new to it, you will have been really very amazed, I'm sure, by uh, how the whole thing works. The children are, and the teachers and the parents at home, they are the show. The show happens around what they're creating. And tomorrow, it's all about trolls. So beware. Excellent. So looking forward to that as well. Uh, final shout outs before we close the show. Sarah Russell. Hello. Sarah says, uh, Brian Moses, really enjoying your poetry on radio blogging. My children are rooted to their chairs when they hear your voice, including my three year old. That's got to be your youngest fan uh, there, Brian. How brilliant is that? Uh, Karen Robinson has been in touch. Good morning to Eleanor and Agnes joining in for the first time this morning. Agnes loving joining in with the activities. Thank you so much. We feel connected bless you that was really touching to read there you we are here for you 24 7 uh, you can continue to write and contribute to the blog and we are broadcasting again at 9 30 tomorrow you can listen to this show again just as soon as we can buff and polish it and put it back in the right order and then get it onto the website so that you can enjoy it again and all of our shows this is our 16th show folks you'd think we we'd got it right by now but no we haven't it's beautiful um it's a beautiful piece of work and all of our shows are packaged up so that you can listen to them again as an entirety so with all of the activities still intact so you can go back and complete the activities in your own time ian your final shout outs please thank you so much russell absolutely yes indeed the time is coming up to quarter to 11 already what a lovely show it's been this morning huge amounts of fun miss little thank you so much for getting in touch george's mum here i love how keen you are to join in and write and your confidence is growing daily with your choice of language also thank you radio blogging for distracting my teenage daughter josie 13 from her own massive amount of schoolwork she loves taking part and, and this is just great we're reaching such a wide range uh, of audience which is exactly what we wanted to do thank you so very much indeed really really good to, to hear from you We've also got some more shout outs. Mrs. Pierce, good morning. Thank you for getting involved and for being a commenter 
on so many of the posts that have been submitted. That is really, really fantastic. Isla, good morning to you. Hello. Uh, Chloe is, uh, oh, I think, maybe a, an early listener. Not heard from her before, I think. Jenny, good morning to you. I know you've come back. You're a returning listener. Mrs. Murrin, good morning to you. Thank you so much. Um, and also Rowan and George and Alexandra and Lucy as well. Really, really lovely. Very helpful to listen to Pi editing the paragraph this morning and really glad he's going to do similar tomorrow. Thank you. Well, you know, we are in such lovely company, aren't we? We're in the company of some real, real experts in their field. People who can lead you in the most fantastic, engaging and exciting learning. I love sitting here with my headphones on, listening to Pi and to Deputy Mitchell and to Russell talking us through the show. It just is the best hour of the day. It's such a wonderful, wonderful experience. And you are all so incredibly welcome. Thank you for listening this morning. Going to hand back to Russell now to close the show. Russell, thank you. I think uh, it's just absolutely brilliant. I'm just wondering whether Sally, the reporter, is going to end up with her own Twitter feed and more followers <laughs> than me at the end. Her pie, that was just absolutely brilliant. I hope you've enjoyed the show, listeners. A big thank you to our poet of the day, Brian Moses, with his two beautiful readings. What an amazing uh, production there. I love the music, added so much value to it. It's just gone uh, uh, quarter to 11. We're back with you at 9.30 tomorrow. From all of us, Pi Corbett, Deputy Mitchell, Ian Rocky and myself, Russell Prue, have a great day. Whatever you're doing, stay safe and we'll catch you tomorrow. Welcome to Radio Blogging, daily shows with interactive activities to keep everyone busy and engaged. Brought to you by Pi Corbett, David Mitchell, Ian Rocky, and Russell Prue. Just listen and blog. It's live, fun, and interactive. And with new educational tasks every day, just head over to radioblogging.net to listen and find out more.